Welcome to the Restaurant Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 82. I'm your host, Taryn, your co-host, Malcolm here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So in today's episode, we are discussing about causation, uh, correlation, pretty much explaining how when you're not reaching your goals and, you know, you might not be losing your weight, you're not, you might not be burning fat, uh, you might be at a plateau, um, you can't just look at one factor and think that may be the causation or cause of the reason why you're at, at that plateau. Sometimes you kind of have to look at it from, you know, a bigger perspective, look at it from all the factors and, you know, every aspect of your training, your nutrition, um, your recovery, and then consider what you need to make change in order to, you know, say this is the reason why mm-hmm. I'm at this plateau. And, you know, instead of just, you know, looking at your friend and seeing that, you know, he or she lost weight because they made this nutrition change. So right. you think you, you have to follow suit and do the same thing right. and you could make the same uh, progress or make the same changes that he or she does. But um, that's not necessarily the case all the time. I think a lot of people tend to look at other individuals and say, hey, they had the same issue as me. So if I followed their routine or I followed their diet, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll end up curing my plateau. Right, yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot when when I have clients who have friends who like go to a different diet and then they become, you know, kind of curious of what they did, you know, so like someone would say, Oh, they became keto and they lost 20 pounds or they lost 30 pounds being a vegan or they became, uh, I don't know, Atkins diet and they yeah, lost right. weight. I'm like why, why don't I do the same? Right. But like, if you've already been someone who's lost a ton of weight already and, um, and you're thinking about switching to something else, then it doesn't really do you any justice to switch over to another like another diet plan because this person did it. You know, um, if you if you've already lost, let's say, 20 pounds and you hit like a wall, uh, the cause of it um, could be a number of different things. You know, it could be that your training style isn't as intense as it needs to be, or you've been doing you adjusted to the to the program you're on. Uh, your diet hasn't you've been slipping up on your diet a little bit here and there. You may think you're hitting all your macros or whatever whatever the case may be, or you've been sleeping or keeping stress low. It could be it could be a lot of number of different things, but you have to find that out. You have to find out what's the cause of why you're not getting to where you want to be, you know? Yeah, and I, I mean, a common, well, I guess I can explain my story with my brother and why he thinks he should be going vegan or vegetarian. Right. Um, he got this idea because, you know, he went to... I guess a temple, oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like a Buddhist temple, and and apparently the monk said like you know he had the hand issue, right? So yeah, for yeah, those right. of you who are listening, uh, my brother is, suffers from some type of issue with his forearms and his um, his hands. Like his body is just super tight, mm-hmm. very limited, not mobile, and he needs to. I I personally think he just needs to move more right. and do more mobility work and kind of get out of the habit of just like sitting at a desk or like laying in bed sometimes when he's at home mm-hmm. um, and said, just go out and, you know, move a bit more, take walks and that'll help just with blood flow and everything that he needs. And probably of course with weight loss as well. But uh, he has that issue in terms of his hands, just tightening up forearms, tightening up. And it's like rock hard. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much very stiff. And he, he feels like it's pain in the morning, especially first thing in the morning. Right. Cause there's no blood flow. Right. Like that's the reason why he's, having pain there's no blood flow to his forearms and his um and his hands so as the day get you know gets going and he moves around 
he's he feels better. Right. And I tell him that all the time. Like you got to move more. And that's the reason why. But you know, anyways, this uh, this monk said, you know, maybe you should. Like I think you should be going to be a vegan or a vegetarian for a lot of monks. They are, I think, pretty sure they're all vegan. I think so. Yeah. 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 They're all vegan for the most part. So like, of course, they would recommend that. You know. <laughs> Like, you know, you should be a vegan. So he's doing that right now for three months, I think. He's been doing it for three months? He's going to do it for three months. I think it has to end in, like, November. Okay. Yeah, right. so I don't know how it turn, how it's going to turn out. But he already lost weight, obviously, obviously right? For yeah. I mean, for we, we know the reason why, because of calories, right? right? Once you take out protein out of your diet, you're going to be eating less calories. Yeah. And you're going to be eating more vegetables, which is, you know, more filling. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to eat, like, too many vegetables because right. – you're gonna end up be full all the time. Like imagine like having a big bowl of salad or, you know, having a ton of greens. There's right. only so much you can have before you feel full. Right. right? Uh, so he's probably losing weight just because of that. Have you and, seen him um, with the weight loss? Yeah, of course I see him. He's definitely a lot like I, I want to say like leaner as terms of like more def- defined muscle, but because right. uh, he doesn't work out currently, uh, he's just using a diet. I ask I assume as a way of his just means of losing weight mm-hmm. so he actually lost yeah i think 20 pounds really yeah i mean I, that's a lot yeah that's a lot because cool. he because when, when i last saw him yeah i mean i've only seen him one time i think it was yeah, yeah. uh when i saw him he wasn't like super like big or overweight you know yeah he's not an overweight person um but compared to where he was at like a couple months ago he, it was a, it's a lot better now. Okay, like okay. he was getting to a point where he was becoming obese. Really? Like his BMI, I think the doctor said it was like 27, 28. Okay. So once you get close to that range, you're, yeah. you're an obese. Once you get close to 30. 30, yeah. you're an obese. So right. he was, he's now down to like 24. Okay. I'll say 20, uh, maybe 23 to 24. Okay. Uh, but he's still stiff. Like mm-hmm. his form is still stiff. Um, and uh, I think the doctor said his um, arterial walls. Uh, okay. Or still has still has some fatty deposits. Okay. So he still has to lose a bit more weight. I I personally think he just needs to work out. Yeah, of course, yeah. that's 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 my explanation or my reasoning for everything. That's gonna help benefit anyone. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no harm in working out. If anything, it's just gonna benefit you more. I mean, I I'm not saying he has to lift weights. I'm just saying he has to, you know, move. Right. You know, move walks, take walks. Uh, you know, use the bike, something. Yeah. But anyways, so reason i'm sharing the story is because you know he thinks or he he heard from the monk that you know the reason why his arms his arms are so stiff and everything is because of this this diet because he's because he's eating too much meat and that's the cause of why you know he's still stiff and he can't move um you know right. the way he he wants to right it's like i mean I think that's so bizarre to think that that's the reason why, from a muscular or like. Right, I I think it's a muscular point. thing. It's a it's a not a it's not like a you know intracellular thing yeah. that that's called. I think it's a muscular thing. Yeah, they always say like if you're if you something is tight or something is painful and right, it's right. better as the day goes on because you're right, moving right. more, then obviously then there's right. some mus- muscular things you have to work on as far as tightness, mobility, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. To just get some blood flow there, so like. Yeah. It makes you know it doesn't make sense to become a vegan because it doesn't know like i don't think so yeah when uh pretty much when we went to that physical therapist Mm -hmm. like uh you know bob mechanic right yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. so i i recommended him okay uh to to go to 
it's a bomb mechanic. And we went, I met the guy, you know, mm-hmm. he's an awesome guy. He said like, you pretty much just need a stretch. And right. he was giving him like myofascial release with the, with the, uh, I don't know what to call it, the, the blade, the Graston yeah. technique, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was doing that. And after that, he said he felt better. Mm-hmm. And, but he told him like, this is not the last, uh, like forever. You got to do every single day for right. it to change. And we were doing that for a little bit, you know, but then he, he fell off the routine right. and, you know, now we're back to square one. That's so. great because, um, I mean, it's something like that. Right. It's right there. You know I mean? Your arm is right there. So right. it's like, you can just do it yourself, you know? Right, right. So like, uh, it just, it's just weird to me, like how, it's weird to me how his arm is like that, you know, like how it's so stiff. Mm. But it has it, do you feel like it's gotten better since he became a vegan, the stiffness of his arm or no? Uh, better, I think it's because of the weight loss, right, right. not because he got became a vegan. Right, right, right. Yeah, because like once he lost the weight, like you know, he just feels better, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't feel as sluggish. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's still a bit. He feels a bit sluggish, and he feels like he doesn't have energy. Right. But I just think he has to be because he's not moving as much. It's right. like you know, you you get your habits are just you know you're situated that position. You just right. want to stay in that position. Right. Uh, but definitely a lot better. Right. Like before he was pretty much there's days where he was sometime in, at the house like you know days where he has off mm-hmm. and he's just like there taking naps like intervals oh, wow. throughout the day and it's just like not moving whatsoever right. like i don't know if he even got like a thousand steps in a day to be honest <laughs> but yeah definitely a lot better and i think it's just things because of weight loss right yeah. yeah i hear you yeah i have a kid as well you know also became a, also became a vegan um he became a vegan because he saw the movie uh, What the Hell. Right. And also, too, he was saying how he saw how, like, uh, some people were getting, I guess, gains on being a vegan. Um, right. And, you know, gains meaning, like, uh, muscle building or putting on more weight, right. uh, getting stronger. Uh, and that's his, you know, he hasn't, he's been struggling with this all his life. You know, he's 6'2", I think he's 165 pounds. Like, he's not a very, he's not a very, like, big person you know right. so obviously someone like him um it does take more work for for this person to uh put on more weight because you know if you have to take a protein shake obviously you're going to feel full really easily because if you intake meat or more carbs or whatever so obviously in your head's going to be harder to do yeah so he became a vegan and you know he also explained to me oh you know well like uh, gorillas eat eat uh <laughs> what gorillas eat leaves and they're so strong and they're big or whatever so that's so i figured that's the same thing i'm like well it's not the same thing because gorillas have a different digest system than we do you know i mean they can eat leaves or whatever and be fine you know but we can't do that i mean we can right but i don't think that it's i don't think you're going to get the best benefit out of eating leaves and uh transitioning yourself from who you are today to a gorilla like you can't right, really, right, right. can't really for sure <laughs> <laughs> but that's his reason why he just wants he thinks that oh watch i can get gains being a being a vegan and mm-hmm. i'm like and how's that been uh, how long has it been for him he's it's been he said it's been uh two weeks all right so he doesn't get sore <laughs> uh so i haven't really spoken about that um he thinks that like he you know he thinks that the movie he watched was very informational he thought that everything they said was made sense to him and he felt like you know people you know i think that he saw the guy on there who was like really strong and who like benched 315 and then benched yeah, yeah. 465 and he thought, oh right. wow, I can do that too then. Right. But not really. I think that might just be genetic. That person yeah, might that be person genetically gifted. Yeah. Yeah. He probably was eating meat beforehand yeah. and he was 
probably already strong as it is. And, yeah. you know, he, he probably was eventually going to bench that much anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, it didn't matter if he was vegan or not. Right, right, right. He just eventually became, uh, you know, uh, stronger uh, over the years. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't, I think, obviously, when I watched the video, I think it's, it was interesting because the guy said, I went from bitch 315 to 465. Um, and in the video, it showed on the, on the bottom right that he was a, uh, an NFL player. Uh-huh. But then I Googled him and he was a former NFL player. So I can see, I can really touch with this or really uh, understand this if he actually was an NFL player and he was good and he was still playing. Right. But if he's not playing anymore, it doesn't really make a difference who, how much you can bench. You know what I mean? Just a regular guy who benches as much. Yeah. And I think from there, it becomes like a selling tool. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, he got right. strong. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, put him on here. You know, right. like, I, he, he's a good guy to put on here. What's a good example? You know that guy? Have you seen that guy that, like, 150 that benches, like, 405? I did YouTube, see that, yeah. like, this Asian yeah, guy? Yeah, I mean, I saw that a long time ago. Like, he has, like, a lot. Of, he's probably, like, a couple million views on his video. Mm-hmm. Like, a 150-something pound guy. Yeah. Benches 405. And... You know, some people probably ask him, like, oh, what's your diet? Like, what's your training? Like, mm-hmm. and imagine him just saying, like, oh, I'm, I'm a vegan. vegan. <laughs> That's the reason <laughs> and why. People, and some people, or, like, I'm a, not not just, like, to go against vegans, but, like, even if he said, like, I'm keto or, like, yeah. I'm on a carnivore diet, everyone's just be like, oh, my God, I, I have to do this now. And I'm a bench four or five. Like, yeah. no, he's probably just genetically gifted to bench, like, super heavy weight. And, like, if you look at his, like, body structure, his, his triceps are just, like, super thick. Like, really? Super thick. Like, he has, like, nice, thick tricep and... It really helps with his bench press. Right. But if you if you see any of his other videos when he squats or like when he deadlifts, like mm-hmm. he doesn't really post a lot, but I've seen a couple and he doesn't really squat a lot of weight or oh, bench wow. a lot of weight. So it, I mean not bench, but deadlift a lot of weight. Oh wow. But it just shows like he's just genetically gifted in that, in that, in that particular, particular movement. movement. Damn, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Also too, like I know a person who uh uh who had uh you know, we spoke before who had hives. And you know they had highs all over their body in terms right. of all over their life. Right. For the most part, for the most part, of their adult life. Right. I guess like when they got into their twenties, they always had highs. Right. Uh, this person went to a dermatologist. They went to a lot of different like um, doctors to, and people. Did they to, test like uh, like you know specific food? Uh, did, did the person go through like testing for specific foods and probably find out what food that's causing it? No, mm-hmm. she okay. She only got like testing in terms of like skin and stuff like that basic things not what do you mean not basic but like just went to a skin doctor you know and when they, he, she kept asking her why do i have hives they couldn't figure it out why they why? could not figure out why she had hives um so then one day she saw how like people becoming a vegan um changed her way of like changed their uh, i guess not disease but just things that were going on with them mm. so she said oh why not i try it and when she became a vegan her hives went away mm. so uh we kind of thought about it well i kind of thought about it you know i'm just like okay like there could have been other things that you were eating and it could have caused you to have hives it right. may not necessarily have been meat that caused yeah it. maybe dairy like did she drink uh she's dairy completely or... everything is plant-based okay so maybe it was dairy yeah because i know dairy causes a yeah. lot yeah. of issues for some people i heard that too dairy does cause a lot of issues as well but she's completely plant-based so uh-huh. everything that she was eating right in this time frame that's now gone so, like, obviously, the obvious person would say, okay, meat was the real reason why that this is going on because right, you're right. a vegan, but not really thinking right. about, like, okay, well, right. if I'm completely plant-based, and there's a ton of things that I was eating back then that I don't, don't eat now right. that could have caused the hives. Right. I mean, a good way she could approach it now, if she, I don't know if she wants to transition back to, like, a, a normal diet or 
you know, a well-balanced diet is slowly add in specific types of food, like maybe first try chicken yeah. for a couple of weeks, see right. if that do it does anything. If not, you know, try some beef, red red meat, maybe it's red meat in general. You know? right. So there, there's a good way to, I guess, take a, the next step into transitioning. I don't know if she wants to transition, yeah, but like for sure. some people, they want to stay vegan, but for some other people, you really want to find out what's causing the issue and not just you know, randomly saying like meat is caused the issue. A mm-hmm. uh, good way to just do your, use yourself as a science experiment and do some testing yourself. And right, yeah. Test out the specific types of food that was, might be the cause of the hives or whatever breakout right. that you might be having. Yeah, speaking of science uh, experiments, I think that people should use diets as like a tool. as like a tool and tools in a toolbox. Right, right. Uh, <clears throat> like carnivore, uh, vegan, keto, right? Uh, all those kind of like new kind of diets out there now. Mm. I think they should be used as like a regular tool for like situations in your life. You mm. know, uh, I explained to you before, like, you know, it makes sense if you're a woman and you're pregnant and you and you can't exercise, right? At all. If you came, if you became a vegan, if you were exercising really hard before and then you go to becoming a vegan and you can't, and then you go to becoming a vegan and you're pregnant, it would make sense that, okay, I don't want to put on a lot of weight. I want to do what's best for my baby as well, but I can't exercise. So becoming a vegan would make a little more, would make sense. Um, eating regular food would make sense too, but mm-hmm. obviously regular food, you'll probably put on more weight if you don't change how you're eating. If you're not one to like adjust your calories, mm-hmm. a good way to just cut out a lot of calories is to just become a vegan. And then there you're able to, you're able to eat, you know, the food you like, and at the same, eat some of the food you like, and at the same time, probably I would willing to bet that if you feed your, you know, the baby that's in your stomach, uh, more uh, more vegetables, then yes, of course, like uh, you know, your body, you're willing to bet the baby will come out a little more healthier, or probably probably be better in terms of when the pregnancy happens. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think people could benefit from just the different diets that are out there, but without I, my approach is. Like I like people just taking a little bit of every diet from every diet, yeah. and kind of just make their own. Right. But of course, that takes time to understand. That takes time to do, and you know, it's not it's not easy to do for yeah. a lot of people because they just want to have a you know a diet they can follow, a well structured plan, and that's it. Yeah. And kind of just follow the singular rule right. that every single diet has, right? Like keto, you can't have carbs. Um, vegan, you can't have you can't have meat, mm-hmm. right? So. It, I guess for a lot of people, that's just easier for them to follow. They just say, like, yeah. listen, I just I just follow this diet, and I'll, I'll be good. I'll be set. Right. Um, yeah. Like like keto, I guess. You know, keto, it would make sense if you're, like, a dis- if you're like a long duration athlete, like a distance athlete. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this, you have to take in consideration your lifestyle. True. Uh, your, the type of training that you do. So everything, like, Stuff like that, factors like that have to be taken into consideration because a lot of times people just hop on these diets or, you know, try these things out or even try training methods Mm -hmm. and they don't really take in consideration. For example, a lot of times people think, you know, I can train, you know, I want to train six times a week just like uh, for for me, for example. Like I want to train six times a week just like you, Terry. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to build muscle just like you. Um, Like how many days a week are you training? So I'll say, you know, I'm training five, six days a week. And but. For someone else, that might not be sustainable for them. Like yeah. their lifestyle might not allow them to train five, six days a week because they work overnight, because they have 
a family, they have kids to take care of, they have other factors that they have to consider, mm-hmm. right? Same thing when it comes to dieting, right? Uh, some people can do vegan for a long time, some people can, mm-hmm. and you just have to take, in my opinion, take a little piece of, of um, everything, uh, take a little piece from every single diet and just form your own. And yeah. same thing with training too, like, you know, if you like strength training, you like muscle building stuff, take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that, and then put it together, formulate your own type of training that works for you. Maybe yeah. you can't work out five, six days a week, you know, three, four days a week, you get it in, that's fine too. Right, yeah. I was, yeah, that's kind of like, that's also what I mean too as well. Like, you, it's a toolbox. You just take right. whatever you need and then you just apply it. Right, and at certain times of the, the year, yeah, you might want to do this type of training right. or it's, you might want to do this type of diet because it just works out better for you. Like, right. for example, let's say someone was very busy um, during the months from September to December, right? Mm-hmm. Because of their business and they can't really eat breakfast or, or lunch, right? They might try intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That might work better for them because they don't have to think about food mm-hmm. and then they could just eat at night and just have a big meal and they'll be satisfied. Right. You know? Throughout the day, they don't have to worry too much about like where I'm going to buy food, how am I going to prepare my food. So right. that's how I think people should use diets and use training. Like it should have been used. It should not be used as a as a way to say like, oh, it's, it's going to cure my, yeah, my, my problem my, my or problem it's going to break my plateau. And, you know, the reason why I'm not making any progress is because this is causing it. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I think it's just the, a lot of the things are correlated for sure. Like your nutrition is correlated with your training mm-hmm. um, and also the type of training you're doing might be correlated, but it might not be the real cause of the issue. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's, uh, I mean, I don't think it ever is, honestly. I think it's um, It's always just the easy way, mm. you know. It's always just the easy way to say, I'm going to just follow this diet and then that's it. Yeah. Um, and then... Following a diet that doesn't even fit your lifestyle, it doesn't even fit your training style, you know. Yeah. And it's just, it's just all for the number on the scale. When that isn't obviously, we don't look at that as like the way to go when it comes to an ultimate goal. Anyway, you yeah. know, it's it's more about sustainability. You know, you can be on a vegan diet for or keto diet for, you know, three, four, five months, and then eventually you're like, I can't do this anymore, and then you go back to where you were before, and you're back to that plateau. You know, it yeah. doesn't really, it doesn't. You got to figure out, okay, does this work for me? you know, do a lot of do an extensive amount of research to find out like what is it that, you know, you can do. Yeah. And uh, our message here is just don't just take a diet just because your friend said it worked for them and, you know, it helped them lose their weight and break their plateau. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you could try it, you know, see if it works for you. But at the end of the day, just think, you know, big picture, think um, long term. It's not just one singular diet that's going to help. Mm-hmm you know, fix your issues or one single type of training. Right. Look at every single thing that you're doing from your sleep, uh, your training, your nutrition, and your stress levels as well. So everything intertwines with each other. And don't just point out, and don't just like single out one thing when, you know, when you're not seeing any results and right. just think that that's the reason why right. you're at that plateau. But anyway, we're going to end that podcast there. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, hope you guys found this helpful. If you have any questions or comment, uh, feel free to send us a message and also leave a review for us on all the podcast applications. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.